You can buy the water from Disney's Splash Mountain on eBay after the ride permanently closed at Disney. A Florida man sued a sheriff for defamation over the Wheel of Fugitive videos that he was in. Florida may force high school athletes to disclose their menstrual history. And a Florida man was arrested for smacking a woman's butt for refusing to take a photo with him. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. They are all from the state of Florida. This is our favorite episode of the week, Florida Fridays. And Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. I'm very excited to get into it. Let's lead you into the weekend with some degenerate Florida news. After Disney's Splash Mountain has closed permanently, people are selling the water on eBay. If you want to take one last ride with Br'er Rabbit and his friends on Splash Mountain, you... Well, you can't anymore. I'm so sorry. You lost your chance because Splash Mountain closed for good at Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Park in Orlando, Florida. However... You can buy the used water from Walt Disney World's now-closed Splash Mountain ride. It's being sold on eBay for big bucks. One particular listing is titled Genuine Disney Splash Mountain Water Circa 2021, (laughs) and it's going for $1,000. At the time of this reading, there were zero bids because people have uh, common sense, it seems. I'm surprised, though, that no one's bid on this. People are really dumb, and they will buy such things. They don't know what to do with their money. You have to tell them. It says more than a dozen similar listings are also posted with prices ranging from 99 cents to hundreds of dollars for a four-ounce mason jar of ride water. And I mean, for those of you that are huge fans of Splash Mountain, maybe you want some of that ride water. The smell of it triggers nostalgia, I'm sure, you know, that smell of bromine, beer, and piss. That's what... (laughs) That'll take you back, right? Ah, pee water. This reminds me of Splash Mountain in 89. Now, Splash Mountain opened in 1992 at Magic Kingdom Park in Florida. And in 2020, there was some backlash. Many people were upset about it. They were offended by this ride. You know, people are getting offended these days by everything. Jokes, rides, words. Oh, my goodness. People can't handle words these days. Seems strange to me there are real problems going on, but words are really hurting feelings. Um, anyways, they were very offended by this ride. They called for Splash Mountain to be rethemed or removed because of its connection to a film called The Song of the South, which has been the subject of much controversy, as many critics have described the film's portrayal of African Americans as racist and offensive. And so they demanded that a change be made. And, I, you know, I can understand because I know every time I was on Splash Mountain, I was thinking about the portrayal of African-Americans way back when, and it just made me not enjoy the ride. So I can kind of get where this is coming from. Um, thankfully, they're going to uh, frame this this ride in a new way that's safer for everybody, so no feelings will be hurt. They're going to retheme it based on the princess and the frog. And it will be called Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and it's going to open in late 2024. But, you know, if you're a big fan of Splash Mountain, don't hesitate. Get on eBay and buy some of that toilet water. Excuse me, that authentic Splash Mountain ride water. <laughs> you're going to want that in your life. You can pass it down for generations, guys. You guys can all gather around during the holidays and sniff that great-smelling water. 
And you can hearken back to those great times you had in Orlando, Florida, when Uncle Gary tried to sneak in a nine millimeter that day into Disney. <laughs> oh, Uncle Gary. <laughs> what a crazy Floridian he was, right? And uh, while we're at it, can we please also consider maybe closing It's a Small World? Because as a small individual, I'm a small guy, I'm highly offended by the existence of this ride. And every time I ride it, I think about how small I am and how I just wish I was bigger, man. I just wish I was bigger. And it triggers me, man. It triggers me. It's a small world. Now that song, that music. (laughs) I'm so small. A Florida man has sued a sheriff for defamation over his being featured on Wheel of Fugitive videos. I didn't even know there was a wheel of fugitives. Uh, I had to look this up. (laughs) This is a real thing. It's on YouTube. (laughs) A Florida sheriff spins a wheel of fugitives. It has the mug shots on there. You're not going to believe this. I'm going to play a little bit of this. The audio is all you're going to get, but I think you could still probably enjoy the wheel of fugitives. And it even has theme music. You know how it works. Ten of them. They all need to find their way out of the Brevard County Jail. One of them's going to get a little extra incentive and be our fugitive of the week. But remember, I need all 10 of these smiling little faces out of the Brevard County Jail. We got room for them, too. I just checked. We got room. So let's get them out there. Here we go. Fugitive of the week in Brevard County. He's spinning a wheel. Their mugshots are on the wheel. This is is unbelievable. And the winner is... (laughs) Look at her. Folks, this week, our fugitive of the week is Shauna Lee E. Preston. Ms. Preston's a white female, date of birth 10-4-91. Her charges are failure to appear for early resolution reference. Possession I can't believe money, it. Use or possession of drug paraphernalia. Her bond is $6,000, and her last known location is the Titusville area. I, I would pronounce that as Titusville, not Titusville. Titusville, everybody. So Ms. Preston, go get yourself a bondsman. Go down to the Brevard County Jail. Turn your little self in. And don't make us come get you on this warrant. <laughs> I love how the confidence in the sheriff that they're going to see this and then turn themselves in. Oh, I saw your video. I, I saw that I won the Wheel of Fugitive. So here I am. <laughs> These are Florida criminals, bro. Do you have any idea what you're dealing with? Okay, well, that was important information to set up this story, I think. Now, we have a Florida man who's filed a defamation defamation lawsuit against this Florida sheriff who posts these weekly Wheel of Fugitive videos on social media saying that he was not a fugitive when his name and image appeared several times in the sheriff's posts inspired by the long-running TV game show Wheel of Fortune. Because of the sheriff's posts, David Gay, the Florida man, claims that he lost a job and suffered some emotional distress. Yeah, I can understand that. If you did not belong on Wheel of Fugitive and now you're on Wheel of Fugitive and then a prospective employer sees that you're on Wheel of Fugitive, I'd imagine you might not get that job. Uh, This guy, David, is, according to the lawsuit, seeking more than $50,000 in damages. Florida man David Gay claims that his prospective boss called him while he was driving to his first day of work and told him don't bother showing up as he had just seen him on Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey's Wheel of Fortune videos, according to the lawsuit. In the videos posted on social media, it says uh, Sheriff Ivey spins a wheel with photos of what are described as 10 of the county's most wanted fugitives, as you heard in the video that I played. 
Now, they reached out to the sheriff's office about this lawsuit. They did not respond to that. But Sheriff Ivy has told the media in the past that everybody watches this show. Even the fugitives watch it to see who becomes fugitive of the week, he claims, as though they love this. this maybe they do. Maybe this is like a badge of honor in Florida to be a fugitive of the week. I'm not just a fugitive in Florida. I'm, I was fugitive of the week last week. That's what I get for pulling out my wang at a Chick-fil-A. Now, according to the lawsuit, Florida Man Gay was featured in a total of four episodes of Wheel of Fugitive. Oh, he was a returning champ. <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe this Florida, man. Florida. Yay! Florida may force high school athletes to disclose their menstrual history. Oh, the menstrual police in Florida. I mean, talk about an Orwellian idea. This makes sense for Florida, though, because how else are you going to de determine if she's a witch? She's a witch. We need to see her menstrual history and weigh her. Does she weigh as much as a gator? All right, let's get into it. Florida is debating whether to require all high school athletes to disclose their menstrual history. Why? Why? Parents and experts agree that it's important for student athletes to be in good health. Yes, of course. Many critics say a new draft uh, by the Florida High School Athletes Association makes the menstruation questions mandatory as part of an, a physical evaluation form. And this is part of the state's attempt to roll back transgender rights. Oh, this has to do with transgender athletes too, I assume, correct? How silly of Florida to be looking up the menstrual cycles for athletes, but don't look up the mental health or criminal history of prospective gun carriers without a permit in Florida. That seems to be okay. Uh, critics are arguing that school districts should not have the right to access and store this personal information as a condition of competing in high school sports. The menstrual history questions have been part of Florida's athletics pre-participation form for more than 20 years, but they have previously been optional. Uh, many people are arguing it's time to remove them altogether, but this proposal would make them mandatory, it sounds like. And uh, what would be the fallout if they made these questions mandatory? As of now, student athletes in Florida can opt out of answering these questions, but if students choose not to respond under circumstances where it's mandatory to, well, they risk failing the medical examination that all athletes must successfully pass in order to participate in high school sports. Critics have noted that this policy would be a major challenge for transgender athletes who may have to out themselves with their responses to these questions. Florida Gover Governor Ronnie DeSantis, oh good old Ronnie D, approved this bill last year, which is currently under legal fire, that bans transgender female students from playing on women and girls sports teams. The board of directors is set to decide whether the menstrual history questions should remain optional or become mandatory at the upcoming board meeting end of February in Gainesville. Do other states ask their female student athletes about their menstrual history? This article asks. Oh, I'm curious to know. Texas. Up, up comes Texas, guys, of course. Texas school districts also ask female athletes very similar questions about their menstrual history. In several school districts, including in Austin, Dallas, Houston, and Fort Worth, the questions are mandatory to complete. Many other states require student athletes to undergo a physical exam from a healthcare provider, but they generally only ask the provider to share a sig signature affirming that the athlete is in good health rather than turn personal health history over to the school because I guess they deem it private as perhaps it should be private. Now I've covered the trans athletes before on this show and I've expressed my concern which is safety first and foremost but uh, the other concern is the privacy. So 
for me, I'm not sure I would support such a thing. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Give me your opinion. You puff it and you pass it, puff it and you pass it. Everybody knows that you puff it and you pass it. And then you listen to Weird AF News. You listen to Weird AF News. You puff it and you pass it around and listen to the news. Yay! A Florida man was arrested after smacking a woman's butt for refusing to take of photos. I smack big butts and I cannot lie. It's a homeless man in Florida. Oh, so sad. So sad. This Florida man charged with battery after a woman running on the beach says he confronted her and touched her inappropriately. This is very common in Florida to the inappropriate touching going on there. Uh, Okaloosa County. That's a funny name. Okaloosa deputies responded to the call. And the deputies followed a set of footprints. Ooh, it's like old school detective work. Ooh, we followed these footprints. And what did they find? Well, they found a 50-year-old Florida man named Eric Lucas hiding in a bush. <laughs> he, he was wearing the same clothing described by the victim. The victim says she was running on the beach for some exercise, you know. She likes to get her steps in. What time, you ask? Good question. It's 5 p.m. on a Tuesday when she likes to do her, her beach running. And then she... She watches the sunset. It's a lovely Florida sunset if you haven't been. Well, on Tuesday when she did her normal beach exercising, this Florida man, Lucas, confronted her, asked for a photo. Doesn't say he, why he wanted the photo. Maybe he thought she was famous. What's that famous girl that ran on the beach in the movies way back then? Anyways, maybe he thought she was famous. I get it all the time. People are, people are like, can I get a photo with you? You're David Spade, right? And I go, no, I'm not David Spade. And then they go, oh, never mind. And they walk away. The Florida man, Lucas, asked the young lady who is nameless for her protection for the photo. She declined. Uh, she then says, Florida man, Lucas, smacked her on the buttocks and then ran away. I mean, you call it a smack on the buttocks. I think Lucas calls it romancing. <laughs> That's his way of getting to know people on the beach. Lucas has a prior battery conviction in Okaloosa County, as you can imagine. He'll no doubt be back out there in 72 hours doing his old butt-smacking routine again at the beach, so watch out for him. If you'd like to follow him on Instagram, he runs an account called Florida Beach Butt Wax. <laughs> butt wax <laughs> horrible joke Jonesy yes I know forgive me Sergeant Jonesy's Weird AF News Podcast are you Beatles fans let me know I'm a huge Beatles fan um, what was I going to say oh this is the outro I forgot what I was doing <laughs> a little high you guys ever record a podcast after downing two large coffees, chewing on nicotine gum, and smoking half a blunt? <laughs> I didn't either. I've heard of people that do such things, though. Not yours truly. I would never, guys. I would never. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this Florida episode. Thanks to everyone who sent me Florida stories over the past 48 hours. You can email me things, as people tend to do, to funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can submit them through weirdafnews.com, the website as well. That's the official website. Don't be fooled by those other weirdafnews.com websites that are fake imitations. They're not the real weirdafnews.com. Anyways, I hope you have a great weekend, or you had one, or you're going to have one, or you 
you're in the middle of it. Maybe you're in the midst of it. I hope you're enjoying it. And if you're in Florida, uh, God save you. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. You can save yourself, guys. You can get out. You don't have to tell everybody your menstrual cycle situations. You could just leave. You can go for a nice stroll on the beach without your buttocks being smacked. Or maybe you like that. Uh, lastly, I'd like to say if you'd like to support the Weird AF News podcast because you're a big fan of what's going on here inside this closet, then uh, you can join my Patreon or buy me coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com. You can buy me a coffee there, or five or ten if you want to. Keep me caffeinated. Join the Patreon and buy me a coffee every month. That's cool. That's the way to do it. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. Click on the Patreon banner or download the pa Patreon app, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. There's an app. You can download it on your phone. Do a search for Weird AF News. And then when you join the Patreon, I, I, you get all this extra Weird AF content that I put in there. Every week. That's pretty fun, too. Anyways, because, I mean, maybe the weekend comes and you're like, I need more. I need more Weird AF News. I need more Weird AF I need more Jonesy. And, well, it's right there in the Patreon. And you can meet other fans of Weird AF News that are in the Patreon. Someone asked earlier, how do we get in touch with other weirdos? Well, yeah, they're in the Patreon. There's over 100 of them in there, and they have discussions. So you can join that way, too. It's like a little community. That's the way to do it. We're building community, guys. Build community around weird news. How strange. Never thought I'd be doing this with my life. But yes, I am. <laughs> Mom's really proud.